This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. everybody. Welcome to episode 53 of Spin Control, Show and Tell. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. In this week's episode, I've got a little bit of knitting, quite a bit of spinning, a story about show and tell, a little letter from my itty-bitty, and, of course, let's kick this all off with some updates. So, in updates, I've got three things for you. First, let's talk about all the stuff that I have missed. Over the past, what, ooh, God, it has been a while since I've recorded. I think it's been about a month, and I'm really sorry about that. I really do need to try to record every two weeks so that I can keep track of everything that's going on and not forget about the things that I want to talk about. I had a really hard time getting ready for this episode. So anyway, let's get back to it. I missed Sock Summit. I saw some tweets and some interesting stuff over on Ravelry about all the fun everybody was having. I hope it was a blast. I haven't been paying much attention because my Ravelry has been shut off at work. They blocked it as if it's some sort of malicious evil site, but it's not, and we know that. So I don't really know what uh, events are coming up here in the next few weeks, so I don't have any updates on what I will be missing. I did, however, participate fully in Tour de Fleece, and I know that's been over for a while, but, you know, I'm delayed on the recording thing, but I will talk about that more when I get to spinning my wheels. In addition, in updates, I have a crafter count. So I don't know how long I'm going to keep this going, but I just thought I would fill you guys in on the number of crafters that I have found here in my deployed location. So right now the crafter count is up to four. One quilter, two crocheters, and me. Only one of the crocheters actually has materials here with which to crochet. So we're not like doing any like craft night or anything like that, but maybe in the near future we will get that going. But that's what we have. The crafter count is four. And I will let you know if those numbers rise or fall at all in the near future. And last but not least in updates, for anybody who has my mailing address, would like my mailing address, or even, you know, considered it, I want to let you know that it has changed slightly. For those of you who already have it and intend to use it in the future, All the 34s that are in my address on the second line are now 42s. But if you are unclear about what I'm trying to tell you, go ahead and shoot me a private message on Ravelry or via email or whatever, and I'll make sure you have the right information if you wanted to use that in the future. And that, my friends, is all I've got this week in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. In this week's rendition of Spin a Tale, I have a little story for you about show and tell. So, like my whole first month that I was here, little hints and stuff got out about the fact that I knit and craft and do all these wonderful things. So, it was about two weeks ago when we had like a seemingly calm Sunday afternoon. Sundays are awesome, by the way, because I get to sleep in a little and I get to report to work about five hours later than normal which means I go in for an eight-hour shift instead of 13 hours, which is pretty awesome, which allows me time to do things like record podcasts. 
So on this lazy Sunday, it wasn't very lazy, we just didn't, we weren't completely swamped, I decided to bring in fiber that I'd spun and my spindle so that the folks at work could at least picture what I meant when I said that I make yarn. And it was hilarious. They were completely, completely flabbergasted. My boss is, if you have any military background at all, this will mean something to you. But he is a crusty old Fulberg colonel. And he's not crusty. He's great. He's actually a very, very talented public affairs practitioner. He's super smart. But he has this air about him that makes people fear him, like outside of our direct chain of command. And he's completely fascinated by the fact that I do yarny things. So it was, uh, it was hilarious. I think that my entire office was just knocked off their feet when I brought my spindle in and just showed them, okay, this is how I make yarn. This is some of the yarn I've made. And as part of my attempt to get on my boss's good side, I took some of my handmade yarn in a nice masculine color, you know, appropriate for a crusty old colonel, and I made him a coaster for his coffee cup. I sat down. It took me like 20 minutes to crochet this little coaster. It was cute. And they all think I'm a weirdo. However, I think they have a grand new respect for the fibery arts. And that, my friends, is all I've got this week in Spin a Tale. Alrighty then, let's get into spinning my wheels. In the last month, because tour de fleece is a substantial amount of time, that's really where I've spent the majority of my time, is spinning. So, I brought a bunch of samples with me. I packed them in my luggage so that I had something to spin when I got here. And I spun 12 out of 13 samples that I brought with me during tour de fleece. And I spun everything from... Tussle Tencel Carbonized Bamboo Blend to Cormo, and I mean just so much stuff. Faux Cashmere Merino, I have no idea what that one was. Uh, merino and Tessa Silk, Shetland, Merino Silk Mohair Sparkle, and some, it was just a lot of fun. There were 13 samples, and surprisingly, I think that my spinning has come quite a long way from this time last year. This time last year when I did Tour de Fleece, I was hell-bent on perfecting my spindle spinning. And that's what I did. Tour de Fleece, my goal was to spin only on the spindle and get better at it. I'm shocked to find out that I can spin a lace weight yarn on a spindle, which is awesome. And I think I've overcome my fear of silk blends. Actually, two of my favorite yarns that I spun during this Tour de Fleece were silk blends. And they made me so very, very, very happy. I'm trying to find the little tag for my favorite one. My favorite yarn that I spun was something or other. Dang it. It was Tessa Silk Tencel Carbonized Bamboo Firestar and Angelina Blend by Rebecca with Love. And it just turned out so lovely. It's a deep, deep purple. It's very shiny and sparkly. And, like, she didn't go overboard in the Firestar and Angelina blend. And most of the sheen that's in this is from the bamboo and the silk. And it makes me so happy. I would love to... Well, I would have loved to have more of this particular color and blend. I could totally see making a kicky little tank top out of this for myself. It's lovely. I had a blast. I only have one sample left, but when I get to mail call, we can talk about how 
people save the day. All right, in knitting, I literally barely knit at all. I made one additional knit alien for a girl in my office who was feeling down in the dumps. And her favorite color was red, and I had some red hand spun, and I made her a little mini alien. And that took me all of a night. And then the crocheted coaster. That's, yeah, that's it. So I pretty much spent the past month either spinning or learning how to play spades. So, yeah, my crafting time in the evening might have been taken over just a little bit by the spades playing. I knew that it would make my husband extremely happy if I actually learned how to play this game so that I could participate and be his partner as opposed to just participating as an onlooker. So I took the opportunity when it presented itself and like the head of our little game, he's leaving this coming week. So I'll get back to the crafting a little bit more on the full time. Hmm. There was something else I was going to say and it was, oh, during Tour de Fleece, I did manage to spin every single day. Even if I only had time to drop my spindle three times, I spun every single day, which was awesome because that was my goal. So those 13 samples made me very happy, took up a lot of my time, and that's all I've got this week in spinning my wheels. This week, I am all spun up about how darn adorable my children are. I know, that seems to be like a recurring theme, but... So my kids have kept me in care packages because they get these little ideas like, oh, let's send mom all these things in a care package. And I don't think my husband would be as proactive if it wasn't for the kids pushing him to send me stuff. So I am making out like a bandit. However, I want to share what I got in my latest care package. It's hilarious. You're going to love it. Okay, so inside the care package... There was awesome curl shampoo that is sulfate-free that my husband got at the $11.98 sale at Beauty Brands. Love him. He's awesome. And there was a book. My Itty Bitty packaged up the big book of Knitted Monsters by Rebecca Danger, circled the monster on the cover that she wants in Benderoos, if you know what those are. They're like these wax-coated strings that you can use to sculpt, but they stuck to the cover of the book without damaging it. So she circled the monsters that she want, and she put a little letter inside the book. Here it is. No greeting and no closing. She didn't even sign it, but this is adorable. I love you, Mommy. Tomorrow, Friday the 15th, we are going to the Miramac. Can I have a monster with a rainbow body and green pockets? The little monsters, comma, one monster green, one monster rainbow. I miss and love you tons. Isn't that the cutest thing you've ever seen? And she went through my basket of cotton yarn and picked out the yarn that she wants me to use. <laughs> Is that not the freaking most hilarious thing you've ever heard? I got an I love you and an order for three little monsters from this book. And the monster she wants, for those of you who have this book or have heard of it, is Layla, Lydia, and Lucas. They're, they're super adorable and they should be pretty easy knits, but I mean, how could I refuse to knit her these monsters when she put in such a convincing request? Well, that's what's got me all spun up this week. How adorable my children are. And now it's time for that part of the podcast where I talk about the deployment. This time around in In the Grease. I feel like I'm running out of topics, but I'm not. Let's talk about the food. So, we have a standard dining facility 
which isn't horrible. I mean, it's pretty decent. However, oh my gosh, like for pretty much for the next, you know, however many weeks, for a total of 52 weeks, I'm going to eat the same food day in and day out. And it is really hard to be creative. They have a pretty decent salad bar, but they put some goofy stuff on it that just is frightening. Uh, you can only eat so many weird chicken breasts stuffed with stuff. And, like, occasionally they serve lobster tails. And they're, like, the smallest lobster tails you've ever seen in your life. And they're always overcooked. I don't know how they manage it. It's pretty gross. I think they buy them frozen. Ugh. Ugh. So, the food is not fantastic. And it's hard to, like, manage your waistline when every single meal has, like, a full meal on the main dining line. Like, you can get a meat, a side dish, you know, like a full dinner meal for every, for all three meals a day. And it's just too much. I'm trying to rein it in and find creative ways to like, you know, when they have Mexican night, instead of eating like greasy taco meat, I will get myself a nice soft tortilla and make myself a turkey wrap. Put a little bacon and some guacamole on there and life is good. But the food leaves something to be desired. I cannot wait to get home to the Joyful Boys cooking and to, you know, a stomach that's not upset like 50% of the time. And that's what I've got. That's really all there is in, in the grease. But that leaves me plenty of time to move over to mail call. I've gotten so many wonderful treats and packages from you guys that it's fantastic. Miss Calendar sent me a fantastic package with fibery goodness and added to my stash just in time with some lovely Colinette fiber to spin when I'm running out of samples. Carol sent me a copy of a magazine that one of our camp girls had an article in and some chocolate. Chocolate doesn't travel well, but the magazine made it safely, thank goodness. Erin from Rancho Cucamonga sent me some yarn porn. I've got quite a bit of yarn porn. You guys are awesome with the yarn porn. Uh, my virtual stash is coming along nicely. Uh, Daisy from Ravelry. Knit Admin. Woolen Warrior. Awesome, awesome stuff in the mail. You guys are fantastic. Vicky, Julie sent yarn porn. And it's just been such a wonderful treat to get all this great stuff in the mail. I really appreciate it, you guys are keeping me in fiber, which is awesome, because I certainly, certainly underestimated the amount that I would go through here. I can't believe all those samples are already gone. And I also got a special little treat in the mail from a sweet little lady from O'Fallon, Illinois, by the name of Amy Lee. And the girls from Troop 366 and 455 sent me a care package in a box with some lovely, lovely stuff in it. Lots of snacks and goodness. And I'm overjoyed. So let me talk about some of the fiber stuff I've got in my future because of your lovely support. I've got a BFL and Silk Blend that is a beautiful steel color. And I know that Miss Mary Knit Admin sent that to me. It's awesome. Oh, I forgot to mark some of these. Dang it. I'm horrible when it comes to my organizational skills and remembering who sent me what. But I believe I'm trying to figure out. Oh my God, Vicki, by the way, awesome card. The funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. I will try to post a picture of it, but it is a YouTube nitty joke. It's hilarious. I love it. I got some North Star Alpaca to spin. 
I've got some abstract fibers. I can't see. Oh, pole worth to spin. I've never spun pole worth, I don't think, in my life. And I've got some, ooh, Australian Merino from Curious Creek. This is awesome. Mail is such a joy. Like when I get into work today, it would be fantastic if there was a package at my desk. Even the folks from my office back home sent me an awesome package with my favorite pretzels in it and lots and lots of almonds. They know I love the almonds and a Nerf gun for personal protection in the office. A lot of fun stuff. I love you guys. You are keeping me sane and happy and making me feel the love so, so very far away. And I will do my very, very best to record more often so that I can return the favor, if there's nothing more than a thank you. And that's all I got going on this time in In the Grease and Mail Call. It looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Without the ability to select songs and stuff like that, my, uh, my spin-offs are going to be kind of short, I guess. But I just want to say thanks again for tuning in and to all the new listeners who I've seen following me over on Twitter. Thanks, guys. I'm glad you joined the show. I hope you continue to like it. And as I said before, I will do my very best to try to record every two weeks so that I've got something out there and I'm not fumbling to remember all the things that have happened since the last episode so I can get some quality stuff out there for you. I miss you guys tons, and I can't wait to get back to civilization. Until next time, as always, you can get the details about this episode and all the previous episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at ajoyfulgirlnits at gmail.com, catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl, or follow me on Twitter as joyfulgirlmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. We all know that you can always do what you want, but if you know exactly what you want, you can always go and tell Chris, say, hey Chris.